T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. to the Milwaukee Basketball Hour presented by Hupy and Abraham and featuring Steve Novak. With a three, oh, that may seal it right there. A big-time rocking triple. Now, here's Steve Novak and the big unit, Bill Michaels. Good evening and welcome. We are broadcasting live tonight. It's the Milwaukee Basketball Hour at Hi-Hat Garage right off of Brady on North Arlington Place. I'm Bill Michaels alongside Steve Novak. Who is here with me in the Milwaukee Bucks getting ready to open up the unofficial second half of their season. 25 games remaining. It's a sprint to the finish. They are 43-14 and 14 on the season. They are tops when it comes to winning percentage. They are seventh in field goals attempted. They, you can go through the list of things that uh, they are ranked in when it comes to all the statistical categories when it comes to the NBA. And this is a team that uh, I, I think, Steve, uh, first of all, good to see you again now that you're back from your all-star break. And you're not tan, though. Where'd you go? Anywhere? Come on, this this is tan for me. This is. I was in Florida at Disney. I'm still in my. Is that right? Pretending I'm a player when All Star break hits. Now you're a little I'm, pink, but I. This that's is it. this is this is as good as it what gets. What do you like opaque when you take your shirt off in the in the locker Listen, room? People can see you. You like. We're gonna, we're, we're gonna lose a lot of listeners if we okay. get into that. But yes, it's really bad. Just but checking. but and George can attest to this, <laughs> that today, after practice, George was sitting in the cold tub. Ursan walked in. I'm not going to call any names, but Ursan walked in, and he looked like he's never heard of sunscreen in his life. Like, pink. did he did he look like a lobster, George? Um, that's what I call him, red lobster. <laughs> red lo- <laughs> Guard George Hill, the Milwaukee Bucks, joining us up here tonight at the table. Our guest here on the Milwaukee Basketball Hour, George. Uh, thanks for stopping by. We certainly appreciate it. Thanks for having me. So, uh, what what did you get a chance to do during the All Star break? Well, me and my wife went down to Punta Cana. Um, you know, every all-star break, I kind of try to invite some of my college teammates that I have that's, you know, have wives and things like that and a couple of close friends and try to do a good couples trip. And, you know, last year we did Cabo, this year we did Putacana and it was a group of 14 people, but it was an amazing trip. Yeah. Well, good. Good to get away for a couple of days and just kind of relax. And For sure. We're kids free, so um, yeah. that, that was, yeah. you know, a toast up in there. So. First couple of nights are usually the hardest. And if you can get past that, then you're good. For my wife, I told her I'm kind of used to it from taking long road trips. So, yeah. like, my wife, she she probably cried the first two days. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, now why do you why do you only invite your college teammates? We were we were NBA teammates. You didn't invite me in All Star break. Is it a college NBA thing or I mean? No, because I, I see you guys all the time. And, you know, during All Star break, I don't want to see you guys. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, one of the things that uh, we had talked about going into the All Star break was you guys were the hottest team in the NBA at the time. Uh, it, how difficult is it to regenerate and, and kind of get that momentum back all over again? I mean, I, I don't think it's tough to do. You know, I think you got to come in with a, a mindset knowing that, you know, we have to finish the season strong. Um, you know, I, I talked to most of the guys saying, you know, the, the five games before All-Star break is very important. The five games after All-Star break is important. That's where you kind of separate yourself. Um, guys that, you know, don't take care of their body, don't do things, you know, during All-Star break kind of, you know, it takes a couple games to get back to that rhythm and things like that. But today in practice, you know, things were still rolling, uh, hitting on all cylinders, and it was fun to be back. Is, is it good to get a team like Boston right away because that snaps the focus right back? It's not a team that you should beat easily or anything like that. This is a team that's vying for the top spot as well in the East. I mean, for sure. You know, it's good that you have, like, a, a big impact game, you know, coming back because your, your mind has to be focused. Uh, if you don't, you can go out there and lay an egg and look bad. So, I think all the guys came back ready to go um, today in practice. It, it was amazing to see, you know, guys getting the ball, flying down the court, uh, looking very athletic and young again. So uh, it was fun. <laughs> and what is the approach for Coach Bud? I think it's been talked about a lot the way Coach Bud and the medical staff has kind of approached this entire season with keeping guys fresh, not killing guys in training camp, watching the minutes. What was the, what has the approach been with kind of coming back from the beach and now coming back into the gym? I mean, it, it, was, it was pretty easy. You know, um, normally, you know, you got coaches sometimes that will try to run your wheels off. But 
Uh, Coach Bud is very good at that, trying to keep your legs, trying to keep guys healthy because he knows how competitive we are. If you put us all out there five on five, we're going to be banging each other. So uh, he kind of tries to push that back a little bit. You know, we had a couple of five on five games today, enough that you can you know, blow, blow your lungs out, get some air underneath you, get your, your legs going and uh, your rhythm back. But other than that, it was a lot of shots, a lot of mental things, you know, getting your mind back into it. Did you get a chance to sit down and watch the All-Star game in the weekend? Did you guys say, I, I'm going to get away from basketball completely? I mean, I'm, I'm weird. You know, I'm, I'm not a basketball fan. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love, I, it. I love playing the game. I love the competitive side of it. You know, that's all I love about the game. I don't really study the history of it. You know, that's no disrespect to anybody that's playing the game. But um, I, I don't let basketball consume who I am as a person. You know, I have a life off the court. So um, I just love the competitive drive. I love to compete. I love to win. Uh, once that stuff is gone, I'll be gone. But other than that, once I go home, I don't watch basketball. I don't play it on the video games. Uh, my wife tries to get me to watch basketball, but um, I watch HGTV and hunting stuff. So HGTV, <laughs> <laughs> pretty simple. Oh, yeah, it's, it's so, you're always looking for yeah. design ideas for the interior, huh? Not really. Just House Hunter Internationals <laughs> and you know, flip flip house, and I kind of do those things. Look, if you've, if you've been on 16, right, you, wait, he's, wait. He's, you're a fan of Joanna Gaines? Oh, Fixer Upper. Fixer Upper. Sure. Oh, oh, there you go. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> no, he'd be the perfect candidate, right? Joanna Gaines could follow George Hill around. He could go city to city. What, have you been on six teams? For sure. So uh, he, he could have just gone city to city. He could have yeah. done a little market analysis. They could have done a flip for the house. It would have been. You could, you could have your own flipping show. Flip NBA, that'd be cool. Flip NBA, that would be that'd be nice. <laughs> that'd, that'd be, be something. Cool. That'd be one a good reality show. Why not? No. I don't think I can do it. I, sometimes I don't like things. I'm just like tear everything down. <laughs> Start over. Yes. Yeah, tear it all. And down. those are called NBA problems. As long Bill. as you as long as you make the money back, who cares? Yeah, but most of the time I think if you tear everything down, you're not going to make the money back. <laughs> <laughs> He's been paying attention to HGTV too. Now is is that something that like after after basketball is over? No, like, no, no, no. Don't want to get into that? No. What's the talent what's the talent outside of basketball? I don't well besides Puna Cana. <laughs> like, my dream is to be I want I want to be a high school basketball coach where I don't have to travel because I get in trouble for traveling a lot. He looks at the yeah. wife. You saw yeah. him look at the wife. I did see that. Yeah. You, you uh-huh. have to throw that, that uh-huh. little credit, that bonus in yeah. there. So maybe high school coach where I can actually, you know, stay close to home, stay with the family a little bit more and things like that. But um, other than that, I, I love fishing. I love deep sea fishing and lake fishing. I love hunting. Um, We're in the right like state, so, for God's sakes. I know. You just I, need to stay I, here in the summertime. I miss deer season this year here. Yeah. Um, but you know, I'm a big hunter, big fisherman. I, I love to be outdoors and do things like that. So. So where do you go when it's the it's that season? Where do you get a chance to go? Well, I I live in Texas in the summer, so okay. pretty much you got hunting all year long. Um, well, you're close to Joanna Gaines and house down there. I go I'm to Utah you. a lot to yeah. do elk hunting. I go to New Mexico to do bear and pronghorn and things like that. But mountain lion, all things like that. So, have you ever found yourself in a situation where you thought, "I don't know if this gun's going to take it down"? Not that the gun is going to take it down. I found scary moments where I was actually on a bear hunt and I look up and a mountain lion sitting at the top of the tree. Oh man! So my fault. My thing is, I only have. A single barrel, a single action rifle. So, hopefully, that one shot would do the justice. But, you know, mountain lions are so strong and fast that who knows? Yeah. I okay. just kept walking, looking back. So, hand-eye coordination, good footwork, all all I don't paid think off. Your footwork is going to do anything <laughs> with that. So now that you get a chance to get back, you guys said you had a little bit of spring in the step. Um, you said it's not difficult to get back, kind of into the swing of things, but. Um, is is everything there, chemistry, everything? Because none of that goes away during a break, right? Chemistry doesn't go away. I think just the rhythm of the game kind of goes away because you're, you're all for four or five days not doing none, anything as far as team-wise. But um, I think that's what practice was, was for today. We had optional shooting yesterday where almost all the guys were there. Um, it was really good to see because it wasn't mandatory. But uh, most of the guys were there besides the ones that played in All-Star, which is two, you know, got yeah. an extra day. But – most all the guys were there, so it's fun to see how dedicated the guys were to get back to the craft, to keep continuing the, the great, amazing season that we're having this year. Is it hard, guys? Steve, I'll ask you. Is, is it hard for some of the guys that you've played with and seen and, and teams you've been a part of when guys go to the All-Star break to then turn back around and they don't get that chance to get the legs under them and get the rest and take it easy? 
Yeah, and I, I do think, though, that what you're hearing from George, too, is that the guys are, are back for the optional workout last night. They're in there today feeling good, and I think that that speaks very much to the group that this is right now, having the best record in the NBA. And, George, you've been on a lot of good teams. You've played in over 100 playoff games, but I've been on a couple of teams that have been very bad. An all-star break is something very different. It's almost like you start planning for your move in April back home. I mean, for sure, some all-star breaks is – the end of the season break <laughs> where their, their body's already shut down. You know, um, that's probably the worst feeling ever, you know, once you feel that way. But I haven't had an opportunity to feel that way. I've been blessed to be on some, some really good teams and be, be around some really good players. He can, you know, um, give me credit on that and give the team's credit for San Antonio being there to see how they orchestrate things. And I think that kind of paved the way for both of us, both of our careers to, to know how it is to be a pro and what it takes. And, you couldn't skip a beat in San Antonio or you were gone. And he's he seen that and I've seen that and, and that what made teams great. You've been around some of the greatest players in the game of the modern era. So let me ask you this. In comparison to a guy like Giannis, who you now see up close and personal, what makes those guys great? What makes a superstar? What makes a guy that you can say, that guy not only can lead this team, but he can throw this team on his back? I think the biggest thing is having the respect of your teammates. You know, some, some guys that can be superstars and, and things like that will have such a big ego where nothing else matters but them. And, you know, I've been around, you know, the Tim Duncans, the LeBrons and things like that, and all of them been great at trying to make their team better. What can they do to make this guy better or this guy better? Always asking questions, how can I help you? I think Giannis is doing a great job of instilling both, you know, putting us on his back, but at the same time always asking questions, always willing to try to learn. And the biggest thing is he's an all-star, but he's asking me questions all the time. I'm like, man, I've never been an all-star. Right. You're, you're an all-star, and you're one of the top five best players in this league. And he's continued to always ask me questions during timeouts in practice. Hey, what about this? Hey, what do you think of this? And, you know, guys like that become great. He's already great, but he's going to be great. Well, I don't even know the word if there's something more than great. <laughs> he's going to continue to ascend. For sure. Yeah, what what does he what does he ask you? I mean, because I find it interesting when guys like that that already have the raw talent that are just so good, but they want the mental side. They want to be able to figure out the game and have the game really slow down so it can come to them. I think more just asking questions of how this, for me playing with other greats, you know, what do they do to become great or what do they do to work on certain things? Like um, with Giannis, he's talking about always asking questions about the pick and roll with me and LeBron knowing that I was always a point guard, but I was always a great screen setter at the same time of, you know, how did he do it when you went up and set a screen for him and what did he look for? And like I said, I challenge him all the time. Let's work on, you know, guys are always trying to go under, under, like all the way in the paint, go under. And I said he has to eventually learn how to take that one, two dribbles where he's just stopping behind the screen and knocking it down. It doesn't have to be at a high rate. It's just keeping the teams honest, like, man, we can't go under this because he's actually hitting a couple of them. And that's when you start to build that confidence where you start to see it and it becomes premeditating your head. Like, he goes under, I'm going to shoot it instead of second-guessing it. Like, questions like that. Well, and, and what, makes, what makes you a guy that's been signed to so many of these teams that have those stars? What is it about your game that allows you to fit with these superstars? I think you're kind of hinting at it right here where you're talking about he's saying, why is Giannis asking me these questions? But really, you're the guy with over 100 playoff games, that kind of experience. But – what is it about Jorgen that fits so well with these these Hall of Fame superstar level guys? I don't know. I, I ask God that every day. You know, <laughs> I've, I've been blessed in my career to do to play with some great players and things like that. But I mean, one thing I, I learned in San Antonio is you're going to last longer in this league being a better teammate than you are trying to be an egotistic guy about yourself. And that's something I always pride on: being the best teammate I can be, being the best player I can be, and never having that ego where it's like, what is, what is it for me? If you need me to sit in the corner and knock down shots, then I'm going to try to sit in the corner and knock down shots. If you need me to go play defense and, and just run the floor, I'm going to go play defense and run the floor. I've always been that utility guy. You know, in the NBA, what, whatever the coach needs for me to do, that's what I'm going to try to do. And I think that's what kind of keeps putting me on great teams because they know, hey, if we do give him the bar, give him 17 shots a game, he can produce. But at the same time, if we only give him five shots and ask him to do this, He's going to do the best he can and produce, too, and he's not going to complain about it, and I think that's the biggest thing. It's the Milwaukee Basketball Hour. I'm Bill Michael, Steve Novak, alongside with George Hill, our guest here tonight. We are broadcasting live here at the Hi-Hat Garage. You can stop in. Good house, good crowd here tonight. 
There you go. We're going to go ahead and take a quick break. We're going to be back. More of the Milwaukee Basketball Hour right after this. Yeah, the best get even better. Hubie and Abraham has been voted best year after year. Even top media outlets are now voting them best personal injury law firm. Hubie and Abraham. Power. Resources. And experience. And there was never a fee until they won for me. A good lawyer shouldn't cost you more. They should get you more. Hupy and Abraham. Voted best. Rated best. Call 800-800-5678. Hupy and Abraham. Voted best personal injury law firm. At Cousin Subs, we possess a style uniquely our own. Like a mom and pop shop, authentic to the root. You can taste it in the fruit. Started in Milwaukee and we have come a long way. We are here to grow and we are here to stay. Grilled to order just for you. At Cousin Subs, that's just what we do. So order online at CousinSubs.com. And now, delivery available at select locations. Cousin Subs, believe in better. Imagine you and your friends tailgating at sea with your favorite Green Bay players. This is not just a cruise. This is a Green Bay Legends cruise. Visit GreenBayLegendsCruise.com and book now to save 10% with promo code 2020. It's back. Don't miss the third annual Donald Driver Charity Softball Game presented by Network Health. July 27th in Appleton. Get your tickets now to watch Donald Driver and his Green Bay teammates take the field all for a good cause. Tickets to the Donald Driver Charity Softball Game are available by phone at 800-WI-TIMBER, in person at the Fox City Stadium box office, or online at www.timberrattlers.com. Get your tickets today. They make a great gift. Hey, this is Mike McGivern. If you listen to some of my shows, you know how much I appreciate our local pick-and-save stores. They truly care about our Wisconsin people and communities. They know how busy you are running your kids to school and practice. So now they're making fueling up your family a great way to help fuel your car. Earn points by shopping at your local pick-and-save store. Redeem those points for discounts on fuel at BP locations. For more information, go to pickandsave.com backslash fuel. Thanks, Pick and Save. LinkedIn knows there are a million reasons you might need to make a new hire for your small business. Everyone, as you know, it's Jason's last day. So, Jason, what's next for you? Not starting a rival accounting firm, I hope. <laughs> um, no. <laughs> Whatever the reason, the result is the same. You need to hire someone. The right someone. LinkedIn Jobs makes it easy. With access to qualified people who aren't on any job boards, but are looking to grow their careers, you can find and hire great people you can't find anywhere else. 90% of people on LinkedIn are open to the right opportunity, like yours. In fact, a hire is made on LinkedIn every eight seconds. Visit linkedin.com slash Milwaukee and get $50 off your first job post. When hunger knocks, don't let the party stop. Bring Cousin Subs with you. The party boxes boom with quality ingredients and seasonings. Your taste buds deserve to celebrate too. From main course to treats, focus on family and friends as you gather to feast. Don't take our word for it. Taste and see. Enjoy the party. Leave the rest to us. Order online at CousinSubs.com. And now, delivery available at select locations. Cousins Catering. Believe in better. Imagine you and your friends tailgating at sea with your favorite Green Bay players. This is not just a cruise. This is a Green Bay Legends cruise. Visit GreenBayLegendsCruise.com and book now to save 10% with promo code 2020. The Radio.com app is the official new home of the Bill Michael Show. That's such good news. Download it today to listen to the show anytime, anywhere. the program we are finding all kinds of stuff out about george hill it's the milwaukee basketball hour i'm bill michael steve novak alongside guard for the milwaukee bucks george hill here as well country fan for sure wow didn't didn't know that so we're sitting here talking country my wife's a country fan and we were talking and i said she loves joanna Gaines. she loves country music he said how big is a kind of a country fan is she i said like she's enormous i mean it's we had a whole room in our house for Christmas decorated in country stuff. We had, instead of beads around our Christmas tree, we had old buckets, pails, and old boots and stuff, you know, <laughs> that kind of a country fan. 
And you're like, well, that's so cool. And I would have never thought that, even though you're the HG, HGTV guy. Yeah, but I, I love country music. I think that's like one of the best, you know, genres out today. You, you cranking country in the, uh, you cranking country in the locker room? For sure. I mean, my first day of getting here, I was so-called the the old guy. So I had actually first dibs on the music, and I just started blasting country music, and everybody looked <laughs> back like, who is this? He probably didn't admit that he was the one playing the music until the last few years, though, because as a young guy, you don't get to pick the music, and you no, probably no. are one of the only guys in the league admitting that you listen to no, country I, music. I for sure said it was me because I was singing every song. <laughs> you do all the words, huh? For sure. Yeah. So, well, give, give me uh, give me all the different guys with music. I mean, uh, now, we were talking about houses before. Who's got a Disney house on the team? Brooke, right? Brooke has the house in. Is well, it on Disney property? Well, Brooke is like a Disney guy himself. Like, <laughs> he goes probably twice a week in the summer. But he, he's a really big, you know, Disney guy. His brother actually, you know, do some things with Disney as far as drawing and things like that. And Brooke is a very good drawer also. Um, so they live on almost the campus of Disney, which you will say, and he, he goes all the time. Is he not probably, if not the biggest, one of the biggest, one of the top three pickups this offseason for any team as a free agent? No, because he's with us. That's what I'm saying, know. but for the role that he plays for you guys. Oh, for sure. I mean, I thought you were saying for someone else. I'm no, 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 no. I'm saying this season when they went out and picked him up, it was kind of like, okay, they've got a counterpiece, but he has been such an incredible player and a role player for this team. It, I, I think it goes underestimated just the importance of Brook Lopez to this team. I mean, definitely so, especially in the in the era of today, you know, where most bigs are shooting threes. And, right. And a guy that can, can get you eight, seven to eight threes in a game, you have to respect that. So it, it opens up the floor a lot more, lets Giannis, you know, get down in them lanes, knowing that he has a 7-2 guy to kick it out that a shoot lights out. So... I mean, he's been a very big pickup for us. And how do you see a guy like Miritich, obviously with a big fella like Lopez already stretching the floor. You got Ursan out there. Now the addition of Miritich, he hasn't played yet, but hopefully against Boston, what is he going to bring to this team? I don't think a lot of people know Miritich. He's one of the best in this league as far as shooting, playmaking. He's very underestimated defensively. The stat-wise to say is that he's one of the best defenders at his position. So, I mean, he's a great teammate, just knows how to play the right way. Uh, a great will and teammate passer, things like that. So he's going to be a huge pickup for us in the long run. Um, do, do we, I'm not saying that I want to get the lineup out there, but is he expected to play relatively soon? I know they were trying to make sure that he was 100% healthy, but just seeing him in practice, does he look better? I mean, we only had one practice, and he, he just played a little bit, learned some plays and things like that. But I don't know if he's playing or not. You know, I think that will be a decision on coaches tomorrow. Well, if his if his tan is any indication, I didn't call him out earlier, but Ursan <laughs> definitely was a little pink. I don't know where he went, but a lot of guys a, were pink. A little bit of vitamin D had to do the Dante good. Was, He's got to be ready Dante to play Boston. Red face today. Dante, that's a rookie mistake, yeah. right? You got to give the rookie for sure. He didn't know about All Star and the sunscreen. He has looked like his face was peeling. Only thing that burnt on me is my back, and I guess the way I was <laughs> leaning in the water, it, it kind of rubbed all the sunscreen off so well when you're like this at the swim up bar your back is the only thing yeah, see i wasn't at the swim up bar <laughs> <laughs> hey uh the, the team in the east that gives you guys the most fits that you match up it's a little bit dip, more difficult to match up who would that be i don't know we're, we're so diverse you know adding mirages now that we can do a, a lot of different things we can play small ball we can go big ball um I don't even know. I mean, at this point, with the way the, the East kind of made moves, right, it's like Toronto going, getting bigger, going and getting Gasol, right? For Tobias, sure. Tobias Harrison, Philly, Boston didn't really make any moves. Oladipo got hurt. They end up signing Wes Matthews in Indiana. Indy's always tough just because they they play so hard. Yeah. You know, they, they're very competitive and play that smash-mouth basketball. So I think India's a tough, tough you know, matchup for us is it just sometimes because of how they play. Because, yeah, I was going to say, is it sometimes different because there's some teams that just have talent, size, and the ability, and there's other teams that just have a tenacity that I, just come at you. I mean, yeah, you know, my, my years in Indy, we wasn't the most talented team. We just beat you up every game. So no one wanted to play us because we were so good defensively and tough. That's when you can actually play physical on defense, but now they don't let you do all those things. That's why I pick up so many fouls, I guess. 
I wanted to ask you about that because uh, what does Coach Bud preach when it comes to defense? Is it is it a tenacity to it? Is it a, you know, hey, don't get yourself into foul trouble? Uh, you know, what is the philosophy defensively for this team? Tenacity. I don't, I don't think you can play, you know, calm and collect on defense. It's something that you have to have that urge to do. You have to want to do it. You have to want to compete and get stops. Um I think everybody on the team has that. You know, sometimes you got to dial it back a little bit the way the refs are calling. I don't know how to dial mine back. I've just been set so much on being physical. So, uh, but everyone's learning. I think everyone feeds off each other. I think, you know, once one guy gets in past lanes, everyone does it. One guy gets physical, everyone does it. And, and that's good about this team. And how important is it now, I guess, in these last 25 games, you guys haven't been a big team that's talked about our goals are this. You guys have been more of a, this is how we work. This is our system. What is it going to be over the next 25 games that's that's kind of in your guys' mind that's important? Is it we want to have the best record? We want to have the one seed? Is it more we just want to make sure we stay healthy, we maintain minutes? Is there almost a goal that you guys have set now that you're this far into the season, or is it kind of same as it's been, continue to, to be who you've been? I don't think Bud is ever like a goal-oriented guy. I think once you do that, you try to you almost put caps on everything. He just says – be the best team we can be every game, stay healthy, get to the postseason healthy, and have a great run, and let everything else take care of itself. If it's meant for us to win a championship, then we'll win a championship. But you're not going to keep saying it because I feel like you put the cap on it. Mm -hmm. And if we don't do it, everybody's like, oh, they failed this year. This portion of the program brought to you by Cousin Subs. The sub of the week goes to George Hill. 12 points, 5 of 8 shooting to help the Bucks get past the Pacers last week. Um, you played for different coaches. How does Coach Bud rate in all of that? Because everybody's got a different there, – there's coaches that you can look at in your past and go, man, that guy got the most out of me. And then there's other guys that were okay. It just it, it, it wasn't a connection. Where's Coach Bud in all of that? I mean, he's top with me. You know, Coach Bud was there when I was a rookie in San Antonio. So that's – we have that relationship of – actually seen his kids when they were babies so um, we, we had that personal relationship a long time ago so he I feel like we know each other very well at the same time he knows that he can say things to me that he might not be able to say to anybody else and I won't take it personal because we have that relationship so um, he, he goes down as one of the top you know coaches I've been around you know coach pop for sure is my number one because you know he's the first coach that gave me the opportunity to do what I do, love to do um, you know, Coach Bud, Frank Vogel was a great guy. I've been there with him for six years in Indy. I love Frank to death, him and his family. Coach Quinn Snyder was in San Antonio with me. Got to play with him for one year. So um, outside of, you know, you have your, your Pop, your Bud, your Quinn, and your Frank. They were my four favorite coaches. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, you got quite the list there. It's hard to say. You know, obviously, you know, what Pop has been able to accomplish in his career is nothing short of amazing. Talk, talk about Pop behind the scenes because Pop, to us, we, we, if we were on fire, I don't think he'd throw a glass of water on us. But behind the scenes, no, for he, sure. he's one Coach of Pop would throw a bucket of water. He's probably <laughs> just, the just most, to do that? <laughs> yeah, he, he's probably the, the nicest guy that anyone would ever know. He's just stern. He doesn't like media. Yeah. Because he feels like they ask the weirdest questions. Like, especially if you're losing, they say, okay, well, how does it feel? Well, no right. one likes to lose. Yeah. So he feels like that's a stupid question. Like, you know he's mad about losing, but you ask him, how does it feel to lose? Right. So I think that. But if you take outside of basketball, he's way bigger of a person than he is as a coach. And I think that's what stood with me the most. He was, you know, I was a young guy coming out of Indianapolis, out of the so-called ghetto in Indy, in a rough neighborhood where I didn't know any better. Um, only time I've been outside of Indy was actually getting to play basketball in college and things like that. So to go all the way to San Antonio as a 20-year-old or didn't know anything, and I finally have money now when I didn't have money earlier, he was kind of like that father figure for me, you know, telling me the do's and the don'ts, taking me under his wing, inviting me to his house for dinners and things like that. So he always had a special place in my heart, and that's why I think still to this day I still talk to him and, and have that personal relationship. We're going to go ahead and take a quick break. It's the Milwaukee Basketball Hour. We're broadcasting live at the Hi-Hat Garage. If you want to stop in here for about another half an hour, stop by. Brought to you by our friends Hupy and Abraham, Baker and T or Baker Tilly, Cousin Subs, Green Bay Legends Cruise, the Tavern at Turner Hall, Baird Private Wealth Management, and uh, our friends for uh, Crohn's, Crohn's and Colitis Foundation of Wisconsin also raising awareness here this evening as well. We're going to go take a quick break. We'll be back right after this. It's the Milwaukee Basketball Hour, and we are broadcasting live at Hi-Hat Garage. And i got to tell you, I have, uh, I've been here a couple of times. 
and had some fun over here on the Brady Street side of town. And uh, they, every time I come here, they have fantastic burgers. So if you're out just about, you want uh, screens are on, games are on, you want a great beer, you want a great drink of some kind, and a great burger, great place to come into. And the service is fantastic. We are broadcasting live here. Steve Novak alongside from Fox Sports, also Fox Sports Wisconsin, also former Buck himself, and uh, the guard for the Milwaukee Bucks, George Hill, and uh, young child here with us. You want another headset? Just no. in case? Okay. He would talk to you guys ear off. Okay. <laughs> So we're sitting here talking during the break, Steve and I, and we're talking about coaches. And when you start to talk about Pop, uh, Greg Popovich, who you played for, we were at Super Bowl, and, and Ortiz, the former wide receiver for the Patriots, I'd asked him what made that organization so good. He said before he even really got into any football, he went into workout one day. It was the fourth day he was in the organization. Robert Kraft pulled up next to him in the parking lot, knew his name, knew his family, knew his kids' names, where he was from, asked if he got settled. Then he took them up to Belichick's office. They never even talked football. They talked about good places to eat, thoughts on world peace, whatever it was, you know, just kind of feeling out for the guy. And then they took him downstairs to eat, and he knew the lady that was serving the lunch, that her son had a basketball game coming up, and did he make the team, and how's he going to be this year, and they knew they had a rival. He said he knew everything about everybody in the organization. And he said, by the time I left, it was like I was playing for my dad. We never talked football, but I wanted to go run through the wall for that guy. Is that what it's like playing for a guy like Pop and a guy like Bud? I mean, for sure. Like, my thing is, the first day I got there, well, the first time I got drafted, I I guess I missed. I never really answer calls that I don't have saved in my phone. I just decline it. I get it, it yeah. Because I'm like. If I don't know you, you're yeah, not if in I, my if phone. You don't, if you're not in you're phone. You're going to have to leave a message. Really, yeah, don't worry yeah. about it. Yeah. So I missed that call. And the, the first day I got the call, after that, he was like, you're already in trouble. You're starting off on the bad foot. But. I didn't know at the time, I'm like, crap, I'm going to probably get traded already. <laughs> but I landed, I landed in San Antonio, and it was nothing about basketball. It was like, how you're doing? How's your family? Where they're excited? Where are you going to live at? How's your move going? Hey, this pie is to eat. What do you like to eat? Have you ever had this? Have you had that? And every day it was something different, but it wasn't anything about basketball. It was about life. How can you be a better man? How can you be a better teammate? You know, being grateful for every situation. And I remember one story that I say about Coach Pop. This is what made me, you know, even big of, big, uh, even bigger fan of uh, that I was already. We we got beat by 30 one day to Miami. The year, be, I mean, the game before we just beat Miami by 30. They played us again two days later. They beat us by 30. And I'm thinking we're going to get chewed out really bad. We watching. I think we're. He's like, we got film, and it's going to be a long film. So we go on the film, everyone's already at ease because everyone's scared that Coach Pop is going to just drop the thunder on them. And we watched a documentary about kids with, like, cleft note or people with cleft note. And he said, if you think that we have a problem because we lost the game, there's bigger problems in the world that we always take for granted. And we get paid to play basketball. And I didn't understand it at first. I'm like, what does this have to do with basketball? But he wanted us to never lose sight about life, that people may have it worse. We just lost the game. You're going to come and go. You're going to have plenty more games. But live life because you only have one, and that's when I became a huge fan. Yeah, I mean, those stories. I mean, you I played think, for him too, Steve. Yeah, no, those stories, I think, and, and hearing George say, like, that's the stuff that he remembers. Those are the times he remembers. I remember, you know, Coach Pop, he was a guy that I played for, and I, I was on a non-guaranteed contract. And he said to me, we got a call from the New York Knicks. Uh, this, is, this can be out now because it's too late. Oh, my. I've been paid my money because this was partially <laughs> illegal. But basically they had said, look, he said, we got a call from the New York Knicks. They're willing to guarantee you a contract for the season. The San Antonio Spurs at that time had my rights. I was non-guaranteed. They could release me at any time, but they had my rights. And he pulled me in the office and he said, I haven't talked to RC. I haven't talked to Danny Ferry. I haven't talked to these guys yet. But it's bigger than basketball, just like George is saying. He said to me, this is better for you and your family. Go to New York, take the guaranteed money. It's a better situation for you. You're not going to play as much here as you will there. I hope it ends up being as good a situation for you as I envision it and see it working out. New York ended up being the, the place that I played my best basketball in my career, and it could have been very easily cut short because Coach Pop said, we have you under contract. We're going to keep you here, even though we could cut you at any time. He instead said, go play for the Knicks and gave me that opportunity. And, again, it, was, it came from a place of, 
it's bigger than basketball. I'm not going to hold a guy here. I want what's best for you. And so I think, you know, I, I remember back to one of the film sessions like that with Coach Pop when he was saying, basically, we don't have a problem. There are people in the world that have a problem. We don't have a problem because of a bad loss. We have a job to do. And that was his message in the playoffs. There was a bad loss. And I remember him saying, we do not have a problem. We have a job to do. You're all paid a lot of money to show up every day and compete and go find a way to win that next game. That's your job. We don't have a problem. That loss last night is not a problem. You have a job to do. And I think as players, he was just speaking to you so much on your level and also raising your level and opening your eyes and making you realize this isn't just showing up and playing basketball and, oh, it's life or death and everything else. There's things out there that are way more important. But we have a heck of a privilege and a heck of a job to do, and he would just try to keep you on track to do that every day. And I think that speaks so much to you talking about Coach Pop. I mean, uh, Coach Bud saying we don't have these high, lofty goals. We have systems in place. We have work that we're going to do. And it seems that that's who, very much who you guys have been all season long. For sure, just getting better every day. Is that the reason you think Coach Bud wanted you here? To be kind of that extension, be a guy that under, already understands the philosophy by which he coaches and, and the, the, the tree from where he comes from? I don't know. I, I always ask him that all the time. Why would you bring me here? Like, You know, it's funny because when they made the deal for you, the headline was the Bucks are now all in. George Hill is coming. I don't know if you ever read that, but it was like you made the stamp saying, okay, they made some deals in the offseason. They're bringing in George Hill. This team's serious. They're they're winning now. There is no more own the future. What made it what makes you a linchpin to success for the Milwaukee Bucks? I don't know. I think just experience being a, a veteran leader. I think Coach Pop knows that I'm always all in on whatever team I do, I'm gonna play the right way. I'm gonna play, you know, unselfishly. I'm gonna have fun and I'm gonna be a great locker room guy and I think that's what draws it. Did you ever Google yourself when it comes because I mean I was Googling tonight knowing you were coming and that's one of the headlines that still pops up bucks are all in here comes george hill no i don't i don't do the i don't, I don't do anything as far as like if it's not on hgtv you're not yeah, googling it right if, if they probably have something that goes there i probably know more but i couldn't tell you about the all-star game like i just found out who won the three-point con or the dunk contest i don't really like none of that stuff matters to me are you excited for the final 25 games of this season the way this team's playing for sure. You know, I'm excited to, to have a great run. I'm excited to finish this season strong and just get better every day. Like we said, I'm super excited to see what this future holds for us. For the longest time, this team has been a get to the postseason but couldn't get out of the first round. The expectation was get out of the first round this year. I think the expectation obviously now should be a lot higher. I think it is inside that locker room, correct? I mean, yeah, but like I said, you can't – you don't try to – go too far you don't want to go goals you know our thing is you can't get to the playoffs and you can't get to the second round unless you get to the playoffs first you can't get to the second round until you win the first round so our first thing is get to the playoffs and get healthy stay healthy take the first round and do the best we can to try to get to the second round do you feel confident this team is the record would indicate it but do you feel confident this team is the best team in the nba i honestly feel that you know i feel like we have everything in place to be one of the best teams in the league and you know, if we continue to get better, continue to trust one another, continue to have fun and loving to play together, our sky's the limit for our team. What has it taken, and Steve's brought this up time and again when we've had this show, but what has it taken to beat you guys? It, it, because as Steve has noted, it's usually, Steve, a career night. Uh, somebody shoots the best threes they've ever shot in their life or played the best defense they've ever played in their life, or you guys have had one of the worst shooting nights. Is it that kind of a, an, evening, an evening that would it take to beat you guys? You're going to have to have a great offensive night and a great defensive night to beat us because I feel like we're that good. You know, sometimes when we don't hit shots, our defense is that good to kind of get us over that hump, and we have 34 back there. kind of helps you over that hump. But at the same time, when our defense is not doing well, we have enough guys who can put the ball in the basket too and outscore you. So we can play both. I know there's – I was reading an article tonight about teams that are, you know, should be representing the East in the, in the Eastern Conference Finals or maybe even in the NBA Finals, and they said, well, the Bucks go as Giannis goes, and we all know that. The question is, can this team win without Giannis in case something happened and you just needed to sustain for a couple of games? Does this team have that ability to do so, do you think? Regular season or playoffs? You tell me. I feel like in the playoffs you, you need all, all your hands in. That's like saying, you know, the Cavs couldn't win with – 
out LeBron. I mean, everybody knows that. That's your, your go-to guy. That You can go down the list and say that about anybody. You know, I feel like even as good as Golden State is, if you take Curry and he's out of there, their chances of winning the whole thing will not be as high. You take Kawhi out of Toronto, the chances of them winning, not as high. You know, so that, that goes for every team. You know, I, I still think, will we, can we compete at a high level? Yes. Do we need him? Yes, we do. Uh, this is the Milwaukee Basketball Hour. We're going to take a quick break, come back. Final segment coming up. I want to remind you, you've got to also a couple of different things on the docket. First and foremost, you want to find us on Facebook. You can at MKEBball Hour. Same thing on Instagram. Uh, you've also got it on Twitter as well with MKEBball Hour. And you've got a couple of different things coming up. You've got the Green Bay Legends Cruise. They invite you to join them on the second annual legendary tailgate at Sea Adventure where you can cruise the Bahamas with your favorite Green Bay football legends. Visit GreenBayLegendsCruise.com today. That's GreenBayLegendsCruise.com today. And if you use the promo code BLAKE10, you get 10% off. And it's that simple. We're going to go ahead and take a quick break. Final segment of the Milwaukee Basketball Hour up next right after this. QB and Abraham doesn't just talk about getting maximum cash for their clients. They've collected over a billion dollars for them. They got me a lot of money. Way more than I was told I'd get. $250,000. $850,000. $100,000. All the money I deserved. Way more than what I expected. Injured in an accident? Call the firm voted best. Call Hupi and Abraham. 800-800-5678. And get their win or it's free guarantee. At Cousin Subs, we possess a style uniquely our own. Like a mom and pop shop, authentic to the root, you can taste it in the fruit. Started in Milwaukee and we have come a long way. We are here to grow and we are here to stay. Grilled to order just for you. At Cousin Subs, that's just what we do. So order online at CousinSubs.com. And now, delivery available at select locations. Cousin Subs, believe in better. Imagine you and your friends tailgating at sea with your favorite Green Bay players. This is not just a cruise. This is a Green Bay Legends cruise. Visit GreenBayLegendsCruise.com and book now to save 10% with promo code 2020. It's back. Don't miss the third annual Donald Driver Charity Softball Game presented by Network Health. July 27th in Appleton. Get your tickets now to watch Donald Driver and his Green Bay teammates take the field all for a good cause. Tickets to the Donald Driver Charity Softball Game are available by phone at 800-WI-TIMBER, in person at the Fox City Stadium box office, or online at www.timberrattlers.com. Get your tickets today. They make a great gift. When hunger knocks, don't let the party stop. Bring Cousin Subs with you. The party boxes boom with quality ingredients and seasonings. Your taste buds deserve to celebrate too. From main course to treats, focus on family and friends as you gather to feast. Don't take our word for it. Taste and see. Enjoy the party. Leave the rest to us. Order online at CousinSubs.com. And now, delivery available at select locations. Cousins Catering. Believe in better. Imagine you and your friends tailgating at sea with your favorite Green Bay players. This is not just a cruise. This is a Green Bay Legends cruise. Visit GreenBayLegendsCruise.com and book now to save 10% with promo code 2020. No other show has two former Packers on it. It's the Wendy's Big Show with Gary Ellerson and Leroy Butler. 2 to 6 p.m. on The Fan. the Milwaukee Basketball Hour, and uh, we are here inside Hi-Hat Garage, and it's it's a terrific place. Come on by and, and check out a game and check out their food, and it's a great atmosphere inside here. It's right off of Brady on North Arlington Place. You can come by and say hi. Steve Novak alongside the guard for the Bucks, George Hill, is here as well. Time now for the Hupi and Abraham injury report. Last game, uh, Miritich, he missed a few games before the break, uh, and they're hoping to get him back on the court, but right now it's all hands on deck, and that's the Hupi and Abraham Injury report, if you're injured, call Hupie and Abraham right now, and they are voted best, rated best year after year after year. So make sure you give them a buzz. That is, again, Hupie and Abraham, one of our fine, fine sponsors here on the program. We are sitting here talking with George Hill of the Milwaukee Bucks a few minutes before we have to get out of here as we get ready for the Boston Celtics tomorrow night. Do you guys feel like uh, Pfizer Forum is like this fortress that's almost impenetrable at this point with home court advantage? It's an amazing arena. You know, it's one of the best arenas I've 
played in. You know, it's fun to be there. Our fans has been amazing all since I've been here. They've been great. Um, I, I think we feed off that energy night in and night out. It's uh, and Steve, it, you played at the Bradley Center, so obviously there's memories there. But we talked to with uh, Pat Connaughton last time. He said there's certain sight lines, certain things, you, places you like to shoot. Is Fiserv one of those places you like to shoot? It's just got that feel to it. For sure. You know, I think just being at home, feeding off the energy of the crowd and things like that, kind of puts you at ease. Um, you know, it's, it's it's tough to to win games for for the road team at our place. You know, with the way we play at home, the way we feed off the energy, and just having that home court advantage, knowing it, knowing that you don't lose games at that place. I think going in with that confidence kind of gives you that edge. And what about, you know, you coming to Milwaukee and obviously like Fiserv Forum being a new building, the practice facility, all the growth, the new ownership group. Was it what you expected when you get, when you got moved here? I mean, and. It wasn't what I expected because all, all the time before you got here, it was like, oh, don't go to Milwaukee, don't do this, <laughs> don't do that. But knowing that, you know, once Coach Bud got here, I knew that he was going to change everything, the culture, the, the office, the way people treat each other, you know, all that stuff I knew that was going to change because he only knows one way, and that's to do it the right way. And um, knowing that that happened, you know, this is by far – one of the best organizations that you can play for hands down as far as the way they treat you, the way they go about things. The, the fans here has been super amazing, you know, super friendly off the off the court. You know, when you see guys in public, it's been nothing but love here, and, you know, I owe them all the thanks for that. So the reputation of Milwaukee, and I'm just asking because I know that there's people talk about free agency, about where you want to go, and money talks, I understand that, but there's also culture, there's also winning, the viability to maybe win. So – was Milwaukee for a long time a place where, eh, if you got the money, great, but you really that wasn't your destination, I guess. I mean, for a long time, I think anyone knew that that you didn't want to go to Milwaukee. They felt like if you were going to Milwaukee, you're on your way out the league. That has totally changed now. If you're going to Milwaukee, you're trying to win, and that's the good part about it. Now, I think you know the fans deserve it. I think us as an organization deserve. It. I think the city deserves it. You know, Milwaukee's always been. An organization that likes to win, that competes, and it went away for a while, but we're back now. Do, do players, knowing that at the end of the season there's free agency and such, do players kind of recruit guys to say, "I'm in a good situation here. You'll like this if you come to come to our side of the fence." I don't think no one is kind of recruiting because I think everyone likes our team now. Everyone likes you know who's in our locker room. Our locker room is great. The guys love hanging around each other. We we have fun off the court and things like that. So. I don't think we have to really do any recruiting. I think players actually see us having fun. And, you know, players I talk to, you know, during the game and things like that, they're like, man, you guys look like you're having so much fun. And I tell them, it's, it's really fun here. Good situation? It's a great situation to be in. He can tell you. Some place you've been in is, is like you're going to work. Yeah. And once it starts to feel like work, that means you need to go home. And he can tell you that there's times like that where you actually want to stay home and be with your family more than going to your job. Yeah. Because of the way the organization is, the way your locker room sometimes is and playing is. But here it's like, man, we're going to have fun. Like, we know that what we're going to do in practice, we know it's going to be fun, it's going to be competitive. And that's what makes it fun. It's fun going to work. Yeah, it was interesting hear, hearing you say that right now because Giannis recently came out and said, basically that the, the, the shoot-arounds and the preparations for the game, he was really enjoying because the team seemed to be on such the same page offensively and defensively that it was like you guys were really just showing up. You weren't having to put that much extra thought into it. Does that come from Coach Bud from the system? Does that come, you think, because there's just such an incredible chemistry between you guys? What makes it that you guys have, are confident enough to feel like obviously you guys are preparing and getting ready for games, but you're confident enough that you guys can show up, you're going to have a good time, you're winning games. What is it that's making the team, I guess, feel that way in, night in and night out? I think Coach Bud's philosophy. You know, he, he's big on being a good teammate, having fun, only have one life, so live it. You know, he makes practice fun. But at the same time, he say we can be here for three hours or we can be here for an hour and a half. You guys choose your destiny. We get in here and we focus and do the things right, or we can a bad word around. <laughs> <laughs> and be here for a long time 
We have kids here, so I couldn't say no, that. No, that's word. a. It's and your your finger's not on the button to go beep. No, no, no. I'm, <laughs> I, I don't even carry that responsibility anymore. I heard I got all kinds of trust in you, so we're good with it. Well, thanks for joining us here. I mean, it, I can't believe the hour's gone by this fast, but it's been fantastic. So when you guys get to the postseason and this show continues into the postseason, we're going to have you back. For sure. You come back over, say hi. If, if he's going to come into the gym, everyone's starting to try to ask Steve Novak to come in and do competitive shooting. <laughs> I, I'm waiting on him to do it because he beat me so many times in San Antonio <laughs> when I actually really wasn't a three-point shooter, but I'm like a three-point shooter now, so right. I'm ready for him. Okay. Uh, now you waited for me to not be a three-point shooter, yeah. and now you want me to shoot against you. You wanted you to hey, be the old guy first. Yeah. One, <laughs> yeah. I remember this one story that I had about Novak. We used to call him Novakane. <laughs> well, he always said, I can get old and slow, but I never stop learning and knowing how to shoot. There you go. <laughs> so you're good. And, you're good. and now I'm old and slow, and I will still outshoot you. We'll, and, we'll figure it out tomorrow. I'm, I'm getting older and slower, too. <laughs> yeah, but he's <laughs> pink. Yes, this is true. George Hill's our guest. Steve Novak's alongside. I'm Bill Mikey. Michaels. This has been the Milwaukee Basketball Hour. Find us on Facebook at MKB B-Ball Hour, MKE B-Ball Hour on Instagram and on Twitter. Thanks for being a great crowd. Time for us to go. Have a go. Cheer. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.